0: Warning. The Happy Ending Pod Show is a couple of guys with microphones on a computer consuming copious amounts of alcohol and who say anything about anyone and everything they feel like. It's all in fun and not to be taken seriously. We you don't own your rights to any music playing during our broadcast, thank you and enjoy.
1: Welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show, starring Grant and B3.
2: Once upon a time, there was a functional recruit named Bob. And he met someone named Grant. And he didn't give a fuck
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two guys Drinking way too much Decided to record
2: it For your amusement One day Grant goes Bob You should get out Of your hermit shell come over And hang out I have good beer And good music The origin of Happy Ending Pod <laughs> Take it away boys The rest Is What I remember Is <laughs> <laughs> That
1: was perfect I wanna live With a girl I can be happy Rest of my life
0: with a singing girl A dreamer of pictures I run in the night You see us together chasing the moonlight My singing girl Sorry about oh that it, it, it's green screen.
1: Oh no! Wait, where did I go? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Where did I go? We see you. My... I, you see me?
0: Yeah, we see you. Yes.
1: Oh, why am I so small? Okay, we hold on? Hold on! Hold on! Hey, Don't well, yell. Whatever.
0: You're perfect for us. I mean, you're normal. You're smaller uh, on your own. Can you <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Hello, gorgeous. How are you, Stormy? Welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show. Thank you. <laughs> I opened the show with uh, a little uh, "Cinnamon Girl" by Neil Young. How's that?
2: Let's
0: do it. <laughs> um. So Stormy is back with us, Bob, and that's right. We're super excited, as always, to have you back. Welcome. Cinnamon, babe.
1: Cinnamon, babe. Yes.
0: <laughs> what is? Let's go. What is going on? How, how did this start? Who's? What? Where do we begin with this? Because you were, you were hip hop. You were militant rap, and, and now you're. Uh, is it alternative rock? What kind of rock are we? I mean, it's.
1: I make mean, metal. I'm, oh,
0: it's metal. Okay, I'm sorry. So it's. All right. How. What, what started this for you?
1: Okay, so I've been a metalhead and I've been a metal fan my whole life, but the thing about it was that when I was first approached about doing music, um, it was by my ex, who was my producer, my manager, and he did hip-hop and rap music. So when he approached me, like, you know what, you should do, um, you should download to some music, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, Um I kind of just went into kind of what he did at the same time it was just like social norms of kind of like being a black girl it's kind of like you're kind of told to be in these two lanes either like r&b and stuff or going into hip-hop rap so even though I've always been like a lifelong fan of rock and like metal I just felt like it wasn't a space for me or I didn't belong in that space so I never even crossed my mind but after years and years and years of doing like The hip-hop rap stuff, like, I felt like I wasn't being myself. I was very disingenuous because um, it just, I felt like I was making stuff that I myself didn't even listen to. Therefore, I feel like I couldn't make the best product because if I'm not, like, necessarily a big fan of it, I feel like I can't make a good product of it. And so when I started making metal, because I am a big metal fan, and that is a genre I've always, like, geared towards, I feel like I started making better music. So, yeah.
0: That that's a great statement. That okay. So you were making music that you weren't listening to,
1: basically. Like when I first got into music, I liked the fact that I just had a voice in general, just to you know, just to start telling my opinions. But then I started getting into thought rap. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was kind of following the like, basically the whole thing was when I first got into it. It was about kind of just talking and telling my stories but then I would say about six seven months into making it I started trying to follow trends and I was trying to jump on to what was like on TikTok what was trending or like what industry-wise was trending so like City Girls and like Cardi B stuff and all that's been kind of like what's been popping for female artists so I was just like even though I don't really listen to that stuff and mm. I'm not necessarily a fan of it, I was like, Oh, this is what I'm supposed to be making, or this is what they want me to make. And then because of my public appearance with the sexuality and the, the thirst trapping, I was like, Okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm. But I got really depressed after a while. So I it started like getting to me.
0: Wow. I got I, Yeah. I, I enjoyed listening to your 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 thought rap. As you called, it. <laughs> uh, it was fun. It was, you know, it was, it was, it was different from what those others were doing. Um, but it seems I have to agree. You were stuck in a, that that what everything's expected yeah. rut. You were what you know. This is like tight cast almost. Exactly. Yes.
1: I mean, yeah. Like, let, don't get me wrong. Like, the sexuality and all that is a brain within itself, but. I felt like then there was no escape because when I'm acting, a lot of times the roles that I have fall into that sex kitten type of persona. Then the Instagram and the online content fall into that. And then the music as well. So I felt like there was really no space for me to really be myself and really like show the other parts of me. Yeah. And so I just started getting kind of just tired of the same narrative. So when I started making like metal and stuff that, like, I actually love to make with, like, real stories and stuff, um, it just felt better because it felt like, yeah, like, it, it felt, like, genuine. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it felt like, okay, I can have this other part of me that's really myself, like, that's not this act. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah.
0: Were you, okay. I haven't really, I've been Were you able to vent in some of these songs? To I mean, All of
1: them. So. Wow. All of them are like all of them are personal, and that's why I've been getting such a high um, positive response. Currently, I have two major labels negotiating um, to sign Cinnamon Babe, and I never had that with hip hop and rap. Um, I've, I've only been publicly kind of sharing like previews of the music. After I shared the music for about I say two weeks, I had about. Four different emails that week that were people trying to sign or distribute for Cinnamon Babe. And I was like, oh my, you know, so honored. And I had about three Zoom meetings with labels in the past couple weeks. Then I found one of the ARs at uh, Sony Music who owns a metal label. And we have been talking for the past month, and they're now in the midst of. Uh, pitching me to major labels like I said they already have like two offers on the table and they're basically just like kind of going through negotiations for me so it's something and that's often just like previews of the album and just like the couple of videos that I've uh, shown them and I gave them like two music videos so the fact that like I've gotten that response after only um, previewing this whole thing for about two months versus like I did years like I did about two years of thought rap or whatever and I had nothing in that it shows me that I'm in the right direction
0: I agree. So, yeah. Well, you created something, you're, I don't want to say you created something new, but it's different.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the big, the major difference is I am being genuine within it, so it's like with, um, like what I said, with, with what do you call it, with, with the thought wrap and all that, I was kind of just following a trend, so it was never personal, yeah. it was always just like money, sugar daddy, sexy, blah, 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 blah. but nothing was personal, it was about just just trendy, what's gonna, what's gonna work on TikTok, what's gonna sound good on Instagram, but the difference with this, so the album that I made, uh, for Cinnamon Babe is called You Will Not Destroy Me, and I basically am talking about very personal things, every song's personal, so I have songs about child abuse that I endured, mental illness, um, just, like, just the things I survived and went through, and everything, is so personal, and so it's, like, when I was making it, I was very subconscious because I was like, if people reject it, don't like it, the difference is that it's personal to me. It's, like, my real stories. Like, it's my real feelings versus when people would insult the other stuff, it doesn't feel personal to me because it's, like, okay, this is not really me anyway. It's, like, a character. So, that's why even when I was putting out the Cinnamon based stuff, I was really, like, sensitive about it because I was, like, I was like, damn, this is really me. Like... Like, if they make fun of it, like, I'm going to feel a certain type of way. So, but honestly, like I said, like, I've been extremely happy. Like, most of the responses have been positive. The only negative responses I've had aren't even Mm music-related. It's race-related. So, music, all the music stuff I've gotten has been positive. And that's surprising to me. Because a lot of my followers don't even like metal or rock music. And a lot of them say that. But they still acknowledge that It sounds good to them, so that means a lot to me. Yeah. So yeah.
0: that that's good. I I mean it's a different sound. Um, and I, I it, are you getting the, the the race issue from both sides of the ball, from both black and white, or?
1: Um. Yes. Um. I'm getting it from both, but I will say that. From the black side, it's a little bit more hostile and angry. And then from, I guess, like, a lot of white people, it's more, like, uh, passive aggressive. And so, like, so from the black side, most of the, it's not just black people, it's any black people of color in general. Um, mostly I've been accused of being, like, either whitewashed or being ashamed of uh, being black. Or they tell me, like, um, you're a bedwitch or um oh you fuck white guys and um, you're for the white and stuff and or they'll or they're saying like oh you know you want to be white so bad you want to be a white girl and then I get those comments like almost every day and then I get like a lot of people who accuse me of being demonic demon worshiper and when I first said I was getting into metal literally like I kid you not just off of me saying hey guys you know I'm transitioning Literally, I had thousands. I'm not like thousands of comments, literally, like bashing the hell out of me, telling me all was self-hating and everything. And people were even DMing me, like people DM me foot like footage from like metal concerts of some certain things happening, and then be like, "Oh, look, you're gonna be a part of this like demonic world," and blah blah blah. blah. Now, from I know it's ridiculous because like nowadays in hip hop and rap, there's so many songs that are about. Like literally demon time and like uh killing and all that shit, like in rap and hip hop too. Yeah, it's like in every yeah. genre. And so but you already know people have been demonizing like metal and rock for years. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, um, did, did you sacrifice but, the goat yet?
1: Huh <laughs> I'm trying to be the goat. Oh, okay. Um,
0: <laughs> Smear the blood, blood over the, the wall.
1: <laughs> on the white side it's not necessarily like really hateful it's more like I said passive aggressive and gatekeeperish. <laughs> so it's more like comments that are um and it's not just on the internet it's in real life too with some of the white like, people I work with a lot of them are kind of very doubtful of me within the genre and doubtful what I can do
2: and a lot of them just
1: are more shocked like wait are you serious like I thought you would be into rap or hip-hop and then they'll say things like um
2: you know, they'll, they'll try to
1: like test me if I even know certain bands or certain things or, or do you even play an instrument? Do you even do this and this and that? And it's just more like, and when I first got into it, like a lot of people didn't want to work with me. So like, it took me like about four months to find someone to even mix my stuff. Like I contacted a lot of guys who do mixing for metal and rock specifically. Before you music people were literally like, oh, which was really weird to me. And a lot of people just didn't want to work with me from the beginning. And they would just like doubt that I was even doing it. They'd be like, oh, haha ha. Like one guy was like. Oh, um, oh, Britney Spears. Oh, you want to do you want to do metal now? Oh, like you know these Instagram girls do metal. So it was just like okay, like kind of gatekeeperish. Like oh, like you're trying to like little so Instagram girl trying to do metal, blah 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 blah, and mm. stuff like that. But, mm. To be honest, since people have heard the music, it's like very little they can fucking talk shit about when it comes to that. Like you can't really doubt me as a producer or a writer or vocalist or whatever when it comes to it now because they hear the quality of it. So. Mm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just want to,
1: that's why it just motivates me to make like the badassest best fucking product, because yeah. I feel like I have so much to, not only for myself, so.
0: Well, I can, for one, say, I was excited when I heard you were going to metal, I was like, yes, <laughs> I was like, I, I,
2: I mean. Ago- yeah, I, I got to confess, I was excited as well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's up that's up my street, you know.
1: Fuck yeah, like I'm, I honestly, like my biggest inspiration is like Rage Against the Machine, like the park, because I make new metal, so it's new metal. So it's like, yeah, like Limp Biscuit and Corn and Slipknot type vibes, like that. So, uh, but I'm a fan of all metal, like death metal, black metal, melodic type shit, fucking industrial, whatever. So, um, but like I geared towards, like I said, new metal. And I feel like it's like the perfect lane for me, because I don't even know many fucking females in that lane. I I can't even like honestly name any new metal females like. Um, um,
0: Well, uh, personally, was trying to remember the Sophia from uh, Brass Against. I
1: don't.
0: Is she is that that new metal? I watch. I was just trying to figure out what kind of metal or genre that is called in. uh, Because that's its own thing. That's its own thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But now her.
1: Yeah. A new metal.
0: Her acting and her behavior though. That's definitely metal <laughs> I, hot. I'm sorry?
1: I thought it was hot. Oh yeah. I thought her behavior was hot. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I had no problem with her peeing on that guy kind on of stage. <laughs>
1: I defended it and I got like ripped the fuck apart. I was on my Instagram saying I was like, Yeah, badass, let's go. And people were like, You're disgusting. I said listen, I used to get paid to do that shit back in the day. I mean, like, that's just <laughs> Like that seems fucking dope as fuck. Like I didn't give it. it, was so that. But like, yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't make new metal, but she um. I don't really know what to call it. it uh, it's, it's
0: almost a. It's a. It's a brass rock, is what it is. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, because
1: they have like a big band. Yeah, and I dig. They got,
0: like, sax- yeah, I dig their sound. I like their covers. I like a lot of their songs because of that brass and horns and trumpets and trombones, saxophone. I just don't know if it's been <laughs> given a genre. <laughs>
1: I'm like curious. I'm like don't make me don't make me look things up. I'm
2: sorry. Cause,
1: oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just because no, I'm like curious. Like um, I'm like curious because I know. I mean, it's not new metal. I don't know what it is. It's uh, got me so curious now, guys. Like, like, in like
2: a, a a very like broad umbrella category could be alternative metal. Everybody likes to use that for stuff they can't classify.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah I, I also.
1: I didn't even consider them metal, to be honest. Like, I didn't, but I didn't know. I guess they are. I don't know. They're, like, kind of a weird... Uh, or i sitting over here just, like... It's just,
0: uh, our intern, I mean, Stormy up. Maya, is Googling brass against the genre. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean,
1: guess it's, it's, yeah, it's, like... They've had, like, alternative rock...
0: So, yeah, so Bob was right. What
1: the yeah. fuck? <laughs> so, I guess categorize it. But, yeah, I, I do specifically new metal, and then I have a couple industrial tracks as well. So, like, I kind of have a lot of punk influences as well. Um, So, yeah. I feel like I'm finally in a lane that I belong in. and Like, I've been really lucky. Like, after we have our Instagram for, like, two months, we got, like, 10,000 supporters. I got tons of fans already for Cinnamon Bay, people who are already, like, like, literally rocking merch and, like, supporting and um, just, like, really want to be a part of it. And so, because, like, it, it's a lot more than just music. It's, like, representing people of color in general in the alternative scene, which I didn't realize was such, like, um, a big deal until I, like, became kind of, like, an image within it. Like, all the hate and the stuff that I face just to be in that space, a lot of people kind of geared towards me. So, like, a lot of people of color, like, they every day message me and they comment and they're, like, like, yo, I was the black guy that loved, like, metal or rock, whatever, growing up, and I was always called white boy and mm. made fun of and blah, because in the black community, if you don't do the typical black stuff, apparently you want to be white, and then people look at that like you're a traitor, looking like you don't yeah. like yourself, love yourself. Yeah. So it's like...
0: That's the problem with people, and then, you know, they do that in public to somebody, then they're going home, and and the black guy's listening to Leonard Skinner, or the white guy's listening to Public Enemy, you know, it's... it's uh, <laughs>
1: music it shouldn't fucking matter but like exactly i mean it's music like it's just good mu- good music's good music but like yeah a lot of people have been turning it into a race issue and uh, like i said it's something I, I like i said honestly i do deal with a lot but well, it's not I it's just feel like
0: it's been something that's been around for a long time with the, the the comparisons you look at like led zeppelin yeah. half their catalog is stolen from black blues singers you know, mm-hmm. and for how long did they not give credit or even pay for the rights to the songs they covered? You know, mm-hmm. and then yeah. you still get those people today that defend, oh well, Led Zeppelin put it in their album cover. Yeah, they did 20, 30 years after they fucking had to and were sued. You know, so it's it's not just uh, you know the, the the normal people outside of music. It's the people in this. It's the industry itself is such a joke. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look at the Ronettes and Ronnie Spector, they all were stuck with, what's his name, uh, Spector, the producer, you know, how many black groups did he take and control their music and their sound for so long? And, you know, he made billions off of them, um, yeah. and then was allowed to <laughs> get away they, with murder.
1: <laughs> they control the narrative, like, for like, especially for the genre that I'm in, the image is like long-haired white dudes. Yeah. Um, and kind of anybody who's not kind of in that, that category is kind of looked at kind of weird, like, you know? Mm-hmm. But to be honest, like, it's one of those things where it is what it is. Like, I, it, it's not going to stop me. I feel like what is going to happen, though, is that I'm hoping that I cause like a wildfire. And I hope that in general, I inspire people to kind of go outside of just what they're told they have to do in general. So, so I think that, like, it's kind of badass, you know? It's unexpected. You know what's... Especially since we're going to get.
0: I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, when you just said that, I was like, this this is why I think we get along. Because we're a podcast coming up on the beginning of our fourth year. We don't do what everybody wanted us to do. We do what we want to do our way. Fuck everybody else's yeah. normal. Oh, well, you got to have this and this. and No, fuck you. I'm doing it the way I want to do it. He's doing it the way he wants to do it. This is why we do it. It's for yeah. fun, for us. If we did it any other way, we won't be doing it because it would be boring as
2: shit. Yeah, we would have stopped six months later. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So that's do
0: you, be you, enjoy. As long as you're having fun, enjoy that shit. Do it, put it out as much as you can, and and enjoy it. Fuck everybody else.
1: I no hundred percent because how I felt, I didn't make yours. I didn't believe in, and I was fucking miserable because I was making this shit that like I didn't actually fucking like. Wasn't proud of it. I was like, this shit's whack. I hate. So it's like. Now that I make it shit that I love and I believe in, it's a whole different feeling. And like I said, the blessings have been coming in ever since. It's like the fact that I've had nothing but mostly positive reception and from people that actually matter. Like, that shit means a lot to me. Because yeah. it's like, oh, damn, I'm having something I fucking believe in. And not some whack-ass shit that I was just doing for trending. So, yeah. I'm happy yeah, yeah, that. Cause, I'm, I'm, know, yeah, because,
0: you know, new metal's a big trend going on right now in the in the music and, and the radio and, and this, yeah. People are so dumb. I fucking, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah I mean I feel like I said like right now if you name if you like metal and rock in general right now is obviously not as big as it used to be mm-hmm. like hip-hop and rap music have kind of taken that spot um but the thing is like I'm no longer like I said trace, chasing the trends of okay what's the most popular yeah. now it's like you know what do I actually I'd rather be in a lane I don't give a fuck if it's the most popular lane like I'd rather be in a lane that I like and I enjoy and a community that I feel like I'm a part of and even when I was in hip-hop and rap, everyone thought I was kind of weird or different. I never kind of, like, really fit in. I felt like I felt like I was I never really fit in with those girls, those people in that scene. I go to the clubs and the shit with those uh, artists, and I, I feel like I didn't fit in. Like, I, didn't underst- I just didn't understand them. It just, the vibe was different. The culture behind it just didn't match me. And ever since I've been in the rock scene, everyone that I interact with and work with it's like, we're on the same wavelength. Like we like the same shit, the same music. We can talk about bands all day. We can talk about different things. And like, I actually care and I'm interested. So it took me a lot to find myself, but I'm happy that I did. But I'm hoping that I can be kind of a pioneer in this realm. Like obviously metal rock been around for a long time. There's been a lot of people in it, but I'm hoping that I can kind of spark something where like especially, like, black women and guys and people of color in general can, like, explore other genres and realms and yeah. not feel so restricted because I, and I talk to a lot of other black artists in this lane and y'all have the same story of how they've always been pushed into R&B and to rap shit and it's always the same thing where they're, like, fucking miserable within it. It's like, oh, well, you have to do this. You're a black guy, blah, 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 So, um, sometimes we hold ourselves back because, like, in yeah, the you're- community sometimes
2: you're uh, you're you're listening to what you think you're supposed to listen to. You're you're kind of going by what you're told or expected to listen to, and anytime you diverge from it, you now, well, people That's either me. attack you or make fun of you for it.
1: i like mean, I tell people like if Eminem can be like one of the top rappers right now and hip you know hip hop and rap music, then like I, as a black woman, I can fucking dominate metal music. Like fuck out of here. Like clearly. Nobody else is listening to these restraints, so why the fuck should I? Um, I know there's not a lot of people like me or that look like me in this realm, um, but I think that's what makes it more badass, you know? Um, and I, I'm, I'm proud to kind of be in a lane that's different. I mean, look at Willow Smith. Like, that's why everyone's so, oh, my God, about what she's doing, because like, it does stand out. And um, I'm happy that dad. I meet a lot more
0: people. Because she's not following, hmm? in, she's not following in the footsteps of her yeah. father.
1: What, she? Her mom's <laughs> step, Her mom. Uh, her mom's in a metal band, so I guess she's following her mom's footsteps. Oh, now
0: footsteps. I did not know that. Oh, you I didn't good? know that? No.
1: Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, Jada Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she I think she's following her her mother's footsteps. Well, good. Um, I didn't know.
0: Now I got to look this up. I didn't know that. It, uh, yeah, uh, for Wicked, years and years.
1: Wicked Wisdom is the name. It's a new metal band. Okay. I didn't it know was formed by her. Two thousand and two, yeah. So she, yeah, her mom, and they still—they're still, they're still active. So yeah, she she takes that off from her mother. So, I
0: wish they'd come go. around here so we could go fucking hear them. I would go see them. Shit.
1: Yeah, know, yeah, they're based in LA, so you know, I uh, I'm gonna find my. You no, know, I'm gonna. I'm really happy right now. Like I said, I've been so much happier because I have an outlet for my actual stories and shit, and like. I don't have to just be this fucking perfect little Barbie shit all day. Like, I actually have a lane where I can be ugly and raw and honest and, like, myself. And it's also something that I'm going to be proud of performing when I'm older. Because a lot of times I was making that thought, random shit. I was like, yeah, okay. I use my image, my body, whatever, for Instagram. that's cool. But I was like, with the music, it's like a part of your soul. I'm like, do I want to perform this shit in, like, 45? Like, do I want to perform sucking dick for a stack at, like, 45? No, I don't. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. I want something that I can be proud of and, like, that is musically something that I will listen to and respect. And so, yeah, like, it's, I found my,
2: found my lane. <laughs> <laughs> found your calling. There you go.
1: <laughs> no, I honestly feel like I have. Like, and I, because I, I have always loved making music and shit, but I, it took me a while to kind of figure out where I wanted to go. But a lot of people that I'm friends with that, um, especially if they're black and stuff, If we talk about kind of our origins in music, it's always the same. We always start something different, like either they're starting pop or gospel or something else,
2: because
1: metal is one of those things where it is kind of hard just to jump into it. Um, I was very intimidated by metal when I first was like, because I was making, you know, the shit I was making, I wasn't feeling it. And I did kept having thoughts about, you know what, I should make the shit I really am a fan of. But then I kept, I was so intimidated. I was like, how the fuck am I going to make this shit? Like, how am I going to produce this? How am I going to put this together? How am I going to do this? And like I was intimidated. Well, and then I did it.
0: Could you metal um, any of your other songs?
1: Uh, I mean, I could technically, but like, like I said, my mindset's not in those spaces anymore. Gotcha. I, like, gotcha. the, the mess, them—they're not even me. It's like a character. So with Cinnamon Bay, it's a whole different brand. It's more, I don't way, even really put
0: way more personable. It's
1: like yeah, it's, I feel like Stormy Maya. Even though it's my real name, but Stormy Maya to me is like the. The physical image. And Cinnamon Babe is like the real internal person, the raw person um, that's underneath all of it. So, because, like, you could literally just put the music up without my image attached to it. And I feel like people would would gear towards it, so.
0: Yeah, the album, if that's the album cover with the, uh, I don't have that behind me, the little girl in front of the house fire.
1: Yeah, that's an image I got drawn up because I was in a, I survived a house fire when I was um, sixteen, and so it's one of the things that could have destroyed me, didn't
0: so. Well, with everything you're even saying, that I, I mean, it's just it's a compile. It, it's compiled into that image all the stuff you're going, you've gone through in your life that you are singing about, that you've personally put into the songs. That house fire is yeah. just a big pile of everything. That's the yes. Yeah, a lot
1: of things I've through my life to get to this point that um, a lot of people when I tell my story like, were shocked because they're just like, they look at you and they're like, oh, you're so cute, pretty, whatever. You probably like just like this and that. Like, no, my life, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, my life is pretty terrible um, compared to most people's lives. And so I had a lot of traumas and stuff I just never had an outlet for. So so said say every song kind of talks on that. Um, like I said, from the child abuse to being a foster kid to homelessness to, surviving a house fire, uh, to mental illness, um, to extreme poverty, like, there's a lot of stuff I went through that, like, I never had a place to really put it into, and, and you can't, if I, being, you know, sexy on Instagram, you can't, like, obviously share that or inspire me, because what I'm trying to do is, like, even though I did go through a lot of bullshit, I do like to inspire people, because when I was in those time periods in my life, I kind of felt like I was, I could never be shit. Like, the place that I'm at now and the things that I've accomplished, I never thought were obtainable because of my beginnings. And so I like kind of sharing my journey with people because I, l- I like to let people know if we're in a similar situation that there is a way you can get out. Because, like, literally um, being a homeless foster kid, get my ass beat all the time, being hungry and not having shit, to now um, in movies and shows and, you know, doing a lot of major things at only 26, I feel like... um, that could inspire people because yeah. like most of those I was living with in those group homes like I'm not gonna lie to you most of them uh, now they're just another statistic most of them unfortunately I thought I was gonna be too so
0: you're yeah uh, you're hiding a lot of uh, it. you're hiding a lot of internal scars
1: yeah, yeah. and, and uh, not
0: everybody always sees so the I- internal damage
1: I'm very internally damaged, but uh, people freak telling me like you should write a book about things. Blah blah, blah. I was like, you know, to me this is kind of like better than a book. Not saying I would never write one or something, but I feel like my life is too early to really write a book right now because I'm like I'm 26, like maybe in my forties or something. But for right now, to kind of keep track of some of the stuff I went through. Um, and people, like I said, once I started sharing my story, story like on Cinnamon Bay's page, not only do I share the music, but a lot of times in the captions and stuff, I write paragraphs and stuff I went through. And a lot of people are just kind of like shocked to like kind of hear it, and like so many people relate to it. Yeah. So when I start talking about things I went, through, people are like, "Wow!" Like, me too. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. So when
0: well, you look at the history yeah. of musicians in general, like Chester Bennington, he was he he was molested and stuff. He went through a lot. Um, Chris Cornell went through a lot. You know um, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah, and yeah. those are you know two of the most talented singers in the last thirty years. um, I mean, how many other musicians have gone through stuff and put it on paper and 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 sang and let the world know and so uh, good for you I, I i'm I'm proud of you, dear congratulations no you.
1: Yeah. um i mean it it definitely made a difference, like yeah. just writing to write trendy shit it, it didn't feel like anything it was just soulless and it was yeah. I mean, that's what most pop is it's like pop music is just kind of like it's soulless music that's why you can have four or five six different writers because it's not even personal it's like okay i wrote this song go ahead you know make yeah. it trendy and i was doing <laughs> but the yeah. thing is, i mean, babe i write everything and everything's personal as fuck And when I'm in that booth performing the metal vocals, first of all, I fuck myself up. I'm not gonna lie. I can only do about two songs per session. Um, When I go to the studio, I can only do like two songs because if I'm not either power singing or you're doing metal vocals or scream, whatever, it fucks me up pretty bad. So like, yeah, like I I I literally can only do two songs at a time, and I can only go to the studio about twice a week. So when I was doing the album, I literally was like pacing it out because my throat would be fucked um and I did do training and I did um I did like the what's her name Melissa Cross whatever the she's the one that teaches all the big bands yeah. all the metal bands I did like I did train for my vocals and all that but it doesn't matter it still fucks you up like I don't care what they say like even if you train properly for metal vocals I still fucks you up like it's still still a lot on you so I put a lot of myself into this from the writing to being vulnerable to the physical shit that it does to my voice because sometimes i would record it and i'm like fuck like my voice would be cracking because it's like ah, so much on my throat so i would have to go back and try to do it again and again and financially like i came out of pocket like 20 g's for this album that's that's without the music video that's just production yeah so i spent a lot of money um that's the good thing about the, these deals right now is i'm about to obviously recoup that but it was worth it because at first I was like, "Damn, I'm about to invest in real shit." Because there's so many musicians that are a part of it. And um, for Cinnamon Band, I, I don't, I don't like allow anyone else to be really a contributor. It's more like I just hire my special musicians, and I, it's just about me. Cause people like they think it's an actual band band. I'm like, no, I don't make no do it like Ozzy or like Prince.
0: Yeah, it's called Cinnamon like, Band, the... not Cinnamon Band. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I do get a lot of shit, um, so I did my last video for Messiah last week, and so the, my bassist, he's just like, yo, he's like, feelings were hurt, shit, he's like, he's like, yo, um, he's like, I saw the comments, man, like, they're so mad, they got like white guys in the band, and he's like, they're saying such horrible things, like, his little feelings were so hurt, because he's not even from here, he's from, like, Australia, so it's, like, different over there, he's like, <laughs> he's, like he's like, he's like, why? why are they so mean in the comments whatever and like so like people when they see the white guys right they're so mad now let me just explain this right um when i look for session musicians like like let me explain that it's fucking damn near hard as fuck to find anyone but white guys who play it i'm sorry like let's keep it the fuck real like not only yes i get a lot of like the racial bashing for making this music but one of the things that i get a lot is like oh my god like Right? Where's the other people of color? Where's the black people? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, if you guys can go and find me a bunch of fucking black guys that make fucking metal, then call me. But I'm sorry, it's a white dominated, a white male-dominated genre. That's not a bad thing, it is what the fuck it is. Just like hip-hop's a black-dominated genre, it, it is what the fuck it is. If I wanted to do hip-hop and rap and I wanted to find a whole bunch of white dudes, make a rap group, probably would not be as fucking easy either. So I am in a lane that is predominantly straight white guys, and then people get mad at me because I'm not like miss rainbow lady and just finding like a whole fucking like a Chinese basis and a fucking black drummer. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: like it'd be the rainbow oh coalition.
1: I, like I tell people this, right? I'm new. I try to get myself through the door and myself through this lane. That's hard to fucking yeah, me, It's yeah. hard enough. Black woman. Um, yeah, as I, I, I mean, progress, I feel there's going to be people like myself who will probably come towards me, who will come my way. It's just that currently that is who I have access to or that's who like answers me. I'll put an ad out or I'll, you know, go on Instagram and be like, Hey, I'm looking for, you know, session guys, blah, blah, blah. And that's who the fuck answers me. That's who the fuck does it. Yeah. Yeah. If
0: they didn't answer, then what are you going to do?
1: Exactly. And I'm not going to stay here for months and like try to like, like, force representation, like, I, I feel I tell people all the time, I'm like, I am the representation, if I'm not enough representation for you, then that's not my fucking problem, with time, I feel like people like myself will come towards me, and then once that happens, I would love it, like, yeah. I feel like, as Cinnamon Bay grows, I will have more black people who are in this lane come towards me, and I would love to collaborate and work with them, yeah. and my main guitarist is a black guy in South Africa, though, so he can't do the music videos, but he's, like, behind most of the music, but it's, like, when it comes to being in the States, um, that's who's available. So the funny thing is, most of my session musicians are actually not in the States. Most of them are in Brazil oh, wow. or as in South Africa because the, the genre is a lot bigger overseas yep. than it yes. is in the States. Yes. But even when for people, it's like, in the States, people always like, you know, I get a lot of trash, like, oh, you're doing a fucking dead genre, like, metal ain't shit, no to listen to that shit no more. But, Overseas, especially like you know, in Russia and Germany and South uh South America, like it's a huge genre. And so that is where I find some of the best people to play. And I'm trying to get the highest quality. But unfortunately, those people are not local to me. So even though a lot of the people behind the actual music are people of color, they are in the states. So when it comes to the states, the image of who does it out here are white dudes. Mm -hmm. So Hmm. I don't give a fuck. I just hardly the fuck wants to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I, no, mean. Like I agree with shit. that. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, um,
0: I mean, I don't. I don't fuck. I, I, I again, think money in politics is uh, behind music in our country anymore. You know what I mean? That that is, yeah. What's making the most money is is hip hop and rap right now. So that's what's shoved down our throats, whether it's mumble crap. I mean, rap or that, or any, and it's they're all talking about the same stuff half the damn time. You know, what I mean, that's, that's why what again, are,
1: that's, what
0: the- that's why I enjoyed listening to your stuff because it was different, and and you know, you were going different directions. Um, but a lot of it's all the same shit. It's 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 repetitive, and it's what's poured down our throats. It really is.
1: And like most of the guys that I hire, no offense, but it's like the broke musician guys who play at dive bars and shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah. That, like I said, that group of guys have a similar look like most of them are like irish dudes and like um like guys like most of them are like you know like they're like from europe somewhere and like they're over here like you know what i'm saying like like i said like they, they they've been here maybe first second generation and the genre is still big for them back at home so they play here type shit but like yeah like i'm not finding a bunch of fucking new and fresh faces and like uh, most of the session guys that i even work with here most of them are a little bit older so most of my session guys are like white like dudes in their, like, 30s and 40s and shit, because, like, let's keep it real, a lot of the fucking 18, 19, or 20-year-old dudes don't even want to play fucking metal. Like you said, like, hip-hop and rap is the highest trending genre yeah, right yeah. now, especially in the States. So, like, even, I can't even really find people in my age range or younger that even want to play it. Like, it's not even, it's, That's like, such- most people answer me, like, older. And they have more experience yeah. in that genre, and like know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, these 18-year-old kids, if I'm telling them, I'm like, playing some shit they don't know what the fuck i'm talking about like they don't know the bands i'm referencing they're like huh what like know. so whatever Bay is about quality and you know like i said when i find some badass metal players that are black and shit fuck yeah you can come <laughs> join the fucking team uh, in the meantime yeah you're how gonna, who the fuck I that's over. right yeah
0: like, they, they didn't well first off you're paying them they're not, you know, the people bitching aren't giving them, are, Stormy, here's some money, go get some black musicians, that's not what's going on here,
1: well, black musicians, <laughs> even fuck the money part, like, send them, like, okay, so, if you want, if you know, if you are Stormy, like, you're responsible, like, that's the thing to the start about being a black creator, and a black person in entertainment, is that all the pressure becomes on you, yeah. like, all day, there's white TV shows or white movies and white bands and white this and white that, right? And it's like, whoo, okay, just live your best life. But then, like, one black person gets through the fucking door. Right. And then it's like, you need to be bringing in all the representation for us. I was like, bro, like, I'm one fucking person. Uh, I'm you're, you're carrying everybody.
0: Like, yeah, they want you to be Rosa Parks of uh, New Metal.
1: It's too fucking hard. I'm like, oh. bro, like, that's, like, about iced tea. Like, they, I'm an ice but I kid you not, most of the comments I get this is like a lot of comments, bro. I'm line. they They literally be telling me why I don't work with like fucking Ice tea. and I'm just like, you think I just fucking know Ice tea? Like, oh, <laughs> work with a- what? and fucking why aren't you working with Slash? Why am I not working with Slash and Ice tea? So you want me just to contact Slash and Ice tea and Jada Pickett and little something? Hey guys, we're black. Let's make some metal. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> what are you? So you don't do that? You can't do that? <laughs> You don't have each other's numbers?
1: <laughs> like, where's representation? Call Ice Tea.
0: Oh, for God's sakes. That's insane. Uh, oh. Uh, that's yeah. my reality, but <laughs> whatever. Um, are you looking to do any covers? No. No? You don't want to do a cover song or cover
1: somebody? No. I've never. Doesn't I don't know? People ask me. I don't know. Doesn't really you no. Know, yeah, no. Not really. I don't
2: know. No. No. Okay. That's <laughs> I, I think the answer is no, Grant. I believe it is no. <laughs> I
1: mean, it's interesting, but no.
0: because <laughs> like, there's a couple songs I was thinking that I would like to hear her sing. I uh, saw, so, but okay, you know. I'm curious, like what? Um. Uh, now I got to remember the title of the song. It's uh. Uh, where did you sleep last night? In the pines. Where did you
1: sleep last
0: night? Yeah, in the pines. It's uh, it's an it's an originally an old blues song. Nirvana covered it. Uh, it's been covered a couple times, but I can't think of it if it's ever been covered by a woman, and I would love to hear that.
1: Oh my god! We don't have to get like clearance and shit.
2: I don't know. I, I, if you're, I think if you are going to make money off of it, you have to. Okay. But I think if you just record it and release it, I don't for free. I don't know, but don't take that as legal advice. We, uh, having Pajio, is not responsible for any resulting lawsuits. And Bob's an idiot; you should probably ignore him. Thank you. <laughs> so many, most
1: of the covers for it, like people are calling it, like, "Oh, I am covering the Nirvana song." you are not even talking about,
0: like the original. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, see, yep. see now, you know that's another thing that people forget that um uh, blue rock and roll came from blues music which was 99.9% black musicians you know blind willie <laughs> johnson uh and of course all the names are going to go right out of my fucking head as soon as i wanted to bring them up um, yeah. I mean, and Bob and I, we both listen to that stuff. I mean, it, it's fantastic yeah. music. It really. Led and, belly. Uh, Led. Thank you. But again, I brought it up earlier. Led Zeppelin ripped off half of these guys and got away with it for years, for decades. You
2: yeah, know, that's that, that's why it's always surprised me. Why uh, uh, Stormy got the reaction? Well, I shouldn't say it surprised me, but it it, it it's 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 befuddling. It's the, why well it's the why, uh, but why why some black people don't want other black people to participate in a genre that I mean black people basically help found
0: because they don't know that
2: there, there there would be no metal without rock and roll and there would be no rock and roll without blues, and there would be no blues if there wasn't for a lot of black musicians yeah and then white people just pilfered and stole it like they tend to do with everything yeah. <laughs> and made it their own. But it's, it's it's just, it's unfortunate that it's it's kind of been taught to people that you're only supposed to like this, that, or the other.
1: And the origins are obviously black, but unfortunately, it kind of got colonized. And oh, absolutely. the yeah. point, the originators are no longer welcome within it. But the worst part is, like, I think it has to do a really, really well done marketing perhaps that made the image of it white. I don't really know how that happened because clearly like they, the queen of rock and roll is fucking fucking Tina, Tina Turner. Uh-huh. And so end of the day, like the queen of rock is black. That's just literally like, so I don't really know like how.
0: Well, guy, that's easy how is, PR... I know how she's the queen of rock and roll. Uh, she's simply the best. Um,
1: She
2: is the best. I was the queen of rock and roll, black woman, and then I can't make metal like fuck out of my face. Yeah, yeah. Well, look at I I think I I understand where she's coming from, and she was she's outlining who along the way in a record company somehow manipulated this to make people think that way.
0: Well, look at the queen of grunge. Queen of grunge is Tina Bell. Yeah, exactly. Black woman. Black woman. Yeah.
1: So that's, I mean, and trust me, it's all this stuff has black origins. From yeah. It, so it all.
0: doesn't, yeah. It...
1: Without Jimi Hendrix, there'd be no metal without Jimi Hendrix. Yep. So, in the, it's like, whatever. Like, I know the origins of the music, I know it's my culture, I know mm-hmm. that I belong in it technically. But yeah, I mean but the thing is like this, as long as Post Malone and Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly and all these dudes can dominate and the Machine Gun Kelly with the rock out, but as long as they can dominate hip hop and in the rap scene, like I feel like I should be able to do what the fuck I want to do too. So yeah,
2: just it's it's just worth saying white people don't want Machine Gun Kelly either. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I mean if if we could eject uh, him into the sun <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board with it. I'm so fucking sick they, of hearing about that douchebag. Like,
1: it seems like like a lot of other people like, have no problem doing it. So like I'm then you know what the fuck out of here. Like they go they yeah. their, Like they're calling Eminem the god of fucking rap music, right, or some shit like that. And he's a white guy. Who's so calling him that? Therefore, if a white guy can be the
2: Eminem. <laughs>
1: oh, <hey. laughs> White man, um, then I can be the fucking queen of metal, yeah, so absolutely, fuck everybody else. yeah, absolutely. You know, you brought up new metal, like, it, you brought up Jimmy like, Hendrix,
0: probably the best guitarist. I'm sorry,
1: that's why, like, new metal to me, I like specifically because people who aren't even like huge metal heads, like, you're that's why Linkin Park and stuff was so successful because it's really easy to like digest for people who aren't like super big metal fans because huh. it's like yeah. a little bit more and it has like, a lot of hip-hop and rap elements to it that make it, like, something that you can hear if you're not. Like, some people, like, I'll tell them, like, oh, yeah, I metal. Let's say I'll mean, like, you know, the biscuit or Corn or Rage Against the Machine, like, a part, and like, they're like, oh, wait, that's metal? And, like, a lot of people don't even, some people don't even, like, well, connect it, mm. which I know shocks me. I don't know how, but well, there's some people enough, are, like, oh, I didn't even connect.
0: Forget back in the 90s, Rage Against the Machine toured with Wu-Tang.
1: Yes, and that's the dope thing about <laughs> like is with new metal, like they'll be like the only rock bands alive rap shows like Pinker yeah. Park and stuff like that. They can be, and be with like they could be at rap shows, and that's the that's the one thing I like about it yeah. is that you can kind of cross whatever. So yeah, I, I so, like I, I, I
0: love yeah, I love listening to everything. Earlier you said about Jimi Hendrix, he's probably the best guitarist of all time. Um. 100%.
1: One of my other favorite rockers, I love fucking Lenny Kravis. He's fucking amazing. So
0: I like I enjoy like, Lenny's music. Um well I was thinking of another guitarist is probably I, I don't even know if the how much of the black community, and I don't want to make this about a race thing, no is aware of this, but Prince was probably one of the top three guitarists of the last forty years, thirty years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Prince is Unfortunately an,
1: it is a race issue, like because as a black musician in this lane that is literally the main thing I deal with.
0: Yeah, that's that's sickening. Nobody can just appreciate and enjoy the music. Uh oh I'm
1: sorry. That's hey, all right. Like sorry. Grandma tried to call me. That was weird. Oh. Um well, I'm sorry. <laughs> um but I'm sorry to say, but like um I have a different experience and journey than maybe a white woman in rock has. There is a lot of misogyny within yeah. metal as well because there are like people who don't see it as a feminine genre and women don't really belong in too much. But the thing about it is like, I do have a different journey than some people and it and it is reality. And the thing about it is like Willow Smith has spoken about her journey, how sometimes she feels kind of gatekeeped or kind of like not accepted within it. The thing about it is it, it is our reality. And sometimes it does come from our own people, but regardless of the fact that it's still our journey and it still affects us yeah. like you know, in our music and in in, in what we deal with. Like I, like I said, I get called a fucking bedwretch. Like I get called literally a fucking traitor and whitewashed, and I'm uh, or, or fucking um. Like I said, I'm ashamed of my blackness or this and that. Like those things do affect our self esteem and how we feel about ourselves, and it, and that's the stuff that boxes us the fuck into the same fucking two lanes. Yeah. So yeah, it, unfortunately, I don't like to necessarily get about race either, but it is an everyday reality for me. Um, even with the white guys I work with, like that is the comment I get. Like I've had about 10 different white men in the course of this winter season <laughs> come to me and say, wow, you're a black woman making this. This is going to blow up blah blah." blah <laughs> and they have approached me to work me, sign me, manage me, whatever. And they are very bold off the basis of like, oh, I'm black and I'm doing it. And they feel like it's kind of gimmicky. And like, that'd be kind of a cool thing to market and they can get in with me. And so the thing is like, before you even hear the music, I've had white men approach me like that, like "Oh my god, you're a black girl doing this. You know I'm just gonna blow up." Da, 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 da. And even the labels I've spoken to, one of them has said, "Like, yeah, some people would choose to market you that way in order to kind uh-huh, of uh-huh. cap." But uh-huh. I'm like, that's not like what I'm trying to do. But it's like that is the, that is the reality of my music, though, is that that is something I do have to deal with here all the time. So, you know,
0: this um, you're you're uh, you're living out in L.A. now. Correct. Okay. Um, there's a local band out of there called Old Blood. Have you heard of them?
1: mm
0: They are a rock band. Uh, the lead singer is a black woman. Um
1: at, Yeah, there was, One of my favorite bands is... It's led by a black woman.
2: Wait, what was the name? Oh, I that? see
1: Old Blood. Straight Line Stitch. It's okay. one of my favorite bands. Okay. Um, metal band. Okay, I'm looking at the... Oh, blood. Okay, dope. Yeah. I'm going
0: to check them out. Oh, yeah, it's a... Bob, what was their fire. genre? They were, uh... Please, uh, you know me. I'm screwed up with this. Oh, acid doom? Acid doom. They're acid doom rock, yes. All right, that's fire. Yeah,
1: so they said acid doom and metal as well, I guess. like You know, and that's dope. I'm looking at the images of it.
0: Yeah. Um, she, she can like, perform yeah, right. and sing and...
1: But that's the thing, too. Like, even in, like, Straight Line, Stitch, and all that, like, it's, like, a black woman or a black person. Like, to see these full black assembled bands are really rare um, and really hard to well, do. The, you know, um, and
0: I, it's just, you're, you're not alone um, in trying to do what you're doing. And, and that's, I think, is a thing that, you know, you guys got to support each other is what I was, I was trying to, kind of where I was leaning, you know. I, I mean, and... Uh, I don't know. I I feel bad. It fucking sucks that, that this is the goddamn world we're stuck in right now. Mm-hmm. It's so. I mean,
1: it's, it it could be worse. I mean, and we
0: could be, but you know, I'm a '90s kid, and where I went to fucking school and grew up, it, we it was like a it was like a a fifty fifty mix of you know everybody. It didn't matter, and, and there wasn't a big race issue in where I grew up and went to high school. We were all you know nobody cared. I hung. We all hung out with each other. Black and white and Latinos and, and Asians, and, and I just and but yet now it's so different and and, and, and it's so spread out and and, and and it's encompassing everything and that fucking sucks. It just really does. I think music, My rant's over.
1: People are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, That
0: is what it, uh, oh, uh, disappeared. Oh, Dell. Okay. I, okay. Um, what can we expect, uh, is this, what, what are we going to be able to get this on? Uh, vinyl maybe, CD, uh, digital?
1: I'm not staying independent. Like I said, I'm in the middle of negotiations. So when I was independent, I had dates, but now that I'm in the process of, you know, opening, you know, talking to labels, um, I really won't be in control of that per se. Okay. So now okay. i when I was talking to them about, I had a single on pre-save, and then I was told I had to get rid of it, delete it, because I would have to then release that through the label. Oh, boy. Yeah. And, yeah, so I don't technically have a say, but I decided not to say independent because I want this to do as big and have as much attention as possible outside of just my social media. And, like, the people I've been speaking to, they have access to metal injection and, like, Louder and all these major blogs and stuff that i and they're able to get the reception that i will not be able to get they have the sources for me to do shows and to get the vinyls and to get everything um so yeah i mean that's just thing right now is um i don't have any answers of now but i'm just continually making music in the meantime
0: are you you looking to keep control of your music though
1: I'll be in control of it. I just mm-hmm. won't be, but I won't really be in control of, like, the marketing, angle yeah. of, like, the dates. They have strategies. So, well, they they I said, mean, like, oh, I'll be in day and things, and, like, it'll be a discussion. But it's not just, like, me releasing it when I want. It has okay. to be more of a plan.
0: Gotcha. You know? But, I, I mean, I just want you to make sure you own the rights to your songs.
1: Oh no, 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 I will. I own all my publishing and stuff, is it? now, my master's and all that.
0: But. Oh, yeah, that's um, what I want you to do. When I... Fuck everybody! I'm else. not worried. <laughs> I'm
1: not worried about. It. So yeah, right now I'm in Detroit. I'm about to have a flight in like the hour.
0: Yeah, I know. We yeah. got it. Bob. Do you have any more? Uh, do you have some rock and roll questions for the lovely Cinnamon Babe here? Uh,
2: no, I mean I feel like we've done a good job of <laughs> covering everything. It's just uh, unfortunately me uh, as well being a life lifelong metalhead. I I un- unfortunately understand. Uh, an extent, what she's gone through with the the gatekeeping and the elitists and this and that, and it's it's a shame that a, a genre made up of outsiders decides to segregate and pick on their own. It's it's something that's bugged me, and it's why I don't talk to other metal people on forums or internets, or even when I go to concerts. I kind of just stay to myself because I don't need to listen to some jagoff going, "Oh, well you you didn't hear this album by this band? Oh, well, you're not a real metalhead." I'm just so sick of it. I mean, I went to Catholic school. I listened to metal. I went through my fair share of bullshit, and I don't care what anybody thinks of me and what I listen to. Yeah. I know what I like, and that's all mm-hmm. I care about. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I feel it. I feel bad that you have to go through it for numerous reasons that I didn't. But I, I, I understand, and you just need to know that there's people out there, what you do, that uh, they got your back because, you know, metalheads stick together in the end.
1: I'm not worried about it because that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna do bad I'm gonna make badass music and so in the day people talk all they want but once I get those awards and I'm on those those they <laughs> not shit they can do so it just motivates me to fuck the talking like I'm gonna show them yeah. so yeah I'm not worried about it.
0: Um, do you play an instrument?
1: Bassist.
0: You do play bass. Nice,
1: mm-hmm.
0: very nice. Um, I'm excited.
1: So, and vocal and then uh, lead vocals basis and I also produce so like i put everything together obviously write everything and then even for the session musicians like i basically instruct them and put it all together like how i want it done and like you know sometimes i'll make mini drums and then i'll have like my drummer replace them and i kind of like so i've got kind of basically creating the track itself and like no one knows about each other i take all these different elements and i put it all together so people don't even know what the fuck i'm doing i'm like make me some drums that like 115 bpms and this shit to me i want to like this this is an ad and like and i just have everybody just do their own little pieces and i put it together into a product so yeah okay okay,
2: that's very cool production and programming
1: yeah i make a lot of the i have a couple nine inch nails inspired tracks where like i literally am making like kind of like a cool techno-ish type beat i make beats as well and then i'll kind of go in and have my guitarist like add to it and then we'll do some cool ass like kind of like sexy type vocal on top so i not only do i like kind of the new metal shit but like i said like the industrial kind of yeah yeah it's too kind of sexy not everything has to be like ah i'm so angry sometimes i want like some like sexy club shit like but like you know rockish
0: a metal club yeah that's yeah we can appreciate that yeah blue monday hey
1: i think you'll enjoy it
0: I, i i think so uh do we have a release date or we don't know that yet either
1: don't know anything
0: yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah babe. I'm sorry. Um,
1: <laughs> it's okay.
0: No, so you got to get you got to catch a flight soon. Um, so we'll let you get there. Um, again, thank you for being here. We love it. We love having you. Uh, it's always a blast. Stormy Maya, Cinnamon Babe. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Thank you, dear. Take care and love you. Looking forward to hearing it.
1: Thank you. Happy Ending Podcast.
0: Pod show, but it's okay. God, Jeff. <laughs> bye dear have a good night
2: bye. thank you yeah i'll check it out yeah. it's surprising that it's well it's not surprising it's typical record company stuff that it's getting pushed back now that somebody's going to possibly take the reins <laughs> for the I'm production or the release rather that's what yeah. i'm
0: afraid of for her
2: yeah because it could be six months now
0: yeah and well, you know, we listened, and we're not sure we like this here. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. you're using this word. Maybe we ought to try this word. You know, and that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> yeah. for. Um, here comes editorial. You know. <laughs> God damn it. Welcome to the Happy Ending show. Yes. Um, so, yeah, glad to have her back on again. She's Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I think we have to end this episode. I have a monster that has to go out. <coughs>
2: And the dog, the dog <laughs> is is that that's going that awesome. is, that, is that some humble brag? <laughs> um. So
0: um, Yes, I'm coming. I know. I've seen you do the dance like five times now. All right. Uh, so for Grant, uh, for Bob, I'm Grant. For Grant, you're Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fun with Stormy and Cinnamon Babe. Check it out. We'll have any links available as soon as we can in the description of this episode. Um, hopefully we got a vinyl that'd be fucking badass um, that'd be cool yeah so from the happy ending pod show everybody happy ending pod show
2: <laughs>
0: happy endings <laughs>